Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's one of the biggest questions you have throughout your pregnancy, and it's also the question most people ask the moment they notice your growing bump. Are you having a boy or a girl? You may think you know the answer, but just how reliable are our methods for predicting a baby's gender? I'm Tina Irwin, a registered diagnostic medical sonographer with Sharp Grossmont Hospital, and this is Preggy Pals, Episode 15. Um, is that a plus sign? Pink or blue? Hospital or home birth? What type of food should I be eating? I think I just peed myself. I'm pregnant. And I have to exercise? What pregnancy glow? Wait, was that a contraction? (laughs) Gotta make these pants fit! I've got cankles! What do you mean there's more than one? You've got the symptoms, and now you've got the support you need for a happy nine months. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. Welcome to Preggy Pals, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. I'm your host, Sunny Galt. If you haven't heard, we have just released our Preggy Pals apps, which are now available in the Amazon Android Market and the iTunes App Store. So now you can take Preggy Pals wherever you go. They have great features like the ability to star your favorite episodes, as well as instant access to our most recent episodes and social networking sites. If you have an interesting birth story to share, we would love to hear from you. We want to talk with you, actually via video Skype about your story and then we're going to include that video on our website for everyone to see because it's all about growing and learning from other people's experiences. So if that sounds interesting to you, go to preggypals.com slash submit your story and send us some information. All right, let's get to know our panelists here in the studio and we will start with Stephanie. Hi, I'm Stephanie Sofeld. I'm 29. I am a gemologist. I am due January 9th with my first child and we do do not know the gender yet, and we are having hospital birth. My name is Misty Davies. I'm 33. I'm a gemologist. My due date is October 10th. I'm having a girl. It's my first, and I'm hoping for an unmedicated hospital birth. So as far as gender prediction for you, you're like, well, I already know. I am, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there might have been a lot leading up to that, right? A lot of questions in your mind yes. as far as what you're going through. Okay, well, I look forward to listening to your guys' stories. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, before we get started with today's episode, I want to read to you an email that we recently got from one of our listeners. This is from Crystal Friesen, and she says, Hi, Sunny. Thanks so much for the podcast. I'm due at the end of November with our first child, and we are so excited. At the beginning, I found it hard to feel close to the baby, so I started listening to mom and baby affirmations before bed. It's my favorite part of the day now, and I play out at least one scene from our life with our baby every night, and I now feel like we already have a child. Thanks again for the 
information and comfort I get in knowing others are feeling the same as me. Isn't that sweet? I love, I love getting these. So please keep them coming. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything we want to hear it, visit our website at preggypals.com and uh, send us an email. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. <laughs> Today we're exploring gender prediction, which is always a popular topic amongst pregnant women. Tina Irwin is joining us here in the studio. Tina is a registered diagnostic medical sonographer with Sharp Grossmont Hospital. And she says she's been doing this so long that the babies she scanned at the beginning of her career are now having babies. (laughs) I love that quote. I think that's fantastic. So welcome to the show, Tina. Well, thank you. I need to know the difference between sonography and having an ultrasound. It's actually the same thing. So why do we have to these? It's just the naming convention, the location where you're having your study done. Um, we call them ultrasounds, but we also say this patient's going to have a fetal echo. It's all the same. Really? Yeah. So it's really patient, just to confuse us. It, it's, it is. It is. It's all ultrasound. We're using the same equipment. We're doing the same type of measurements. It's all the same. Okay. So for your title, could I also say like ultrasound technician? Or technologist is actually the term we use. um, Or sonographer. Okay. That's what we usually call ourselves. Okay. Okay, good. Okay. Well, I had to clear the air on that because it's so confusing sometimes. Okay. So in your opinion, have we come a long way in being able to accurately predict a baby's gender? As far as ultrasound, absolutely. When I started, you rarely could see. I mean, the equipment was much more limited than it is today. Today, it's very high tech, and we can see so much, and we can very accurately predict the gender of the baby. Is it all about the technology, really, um, as far as, you know, do you have to have the latest and greatest equipment? or? Well, no, not necessarily. Um, I always say that having different types of ultrasound equipment is almost like having a different kind of car. There's, you know, sometimes in a doctor's office, what they may have is, like, an old Volkswagen. Yeah. It's great transportation. Gets where you need where you need to go, right. but it's not a Rolls Royce. Some right. of the higher tech equipment that you might see in a hospital setting or in a high risk OB setting is going to be a much more advanced, high tech. You okay. know, now we have three D, four D. So there's all kinds of equipment out right. there, but right. it generally can get you where you need to go. Do you use the four D and three D equipment? We, we don't. Okay. Usually, you see those in more of a high risk setting. Right. Um, we do. Uh, we have excellent equipment and. Um, it's very state-of-the-art. Okay, good. The main part of this is talking about ultrasounds. Um, but are there some other ways out there that are popular in, in determining baby gender? Um, as far as on the medical side, yeah. the most common one would be um, uh, amniocentesis. Okay. And that's always very, very accurate. They, they can do it usually about 16 weeks. It's also invasive. It is right. invasive. As far as a non-invasive method, um, there might be some things that they're doing with lab work now, okay. blood. But it's, again, that's a little bit invasive. Ultrasound is is very very reliable right. these days. So. Anything just with urine or no? Not that you're aware. Not of. that I'm aware of. Okay, all right. So basically, ultrasound is our our main way to determine this, right? Right. Okay. So, um, what exactly is an ultrasound? When we get these done, and as a pregnant woman, you may have several, depending, you know, if you're absolutely. high risk, obviously absolutely. you have a lot more. Um, what's going on? Um, what we are doing is taking a look at 
the entire pregnancy. So we're looking at the uterus, we look at the ovaries, the amniotic fluid, the placenta, we look at everything. We're using high risk or high frequency sound waves. So it's it's not dangerous to the baby. We're not using radiation. And the sound is transmitted through and is um, is what we call attenuates through the different structures within the baby and the and the, the mom's body. Uh-huh. And then we get an image that comes from that. Okay. So and it's very, very simple to do. We you know a full bladder is the probably the most difficult thing for the moms to yeah. have. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to hear from them on that because I have my own, you know, experiences. But with with our, our panelists here today, have you guys had any ultrasounds yet? And what's been your experience? Yes, I've had two. Um, and honestly, I didn't have a problem with the full bladder. No? No, oh, I no it's yeah. Everybody, Everybody's <laughs> different. And I have to tell you, now we have the patients drink much less water than what we used to do. We used to do 64 ounces. Oh, my gosh. Oh and my. now it's, you know, much, much less than that. It's just because the technology has gotten so much better. That would have caused a problem. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what I always say. As a sonographer, I learned to scan much faster because I had patients peeing on my toes. Oh, so, my oh my Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, I, yeah, I had a full bladder for one of mine, and it was, it was yeah, very Yeah, it can be very, unpleasant. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, sometimes, though, you need it for the beginning, and then you can allow right, them to use the right. restroom and Usually what we do is we take a quick look. What we're looking for is the length of the cervix. We want to make sure that it's nice and long and intact. And then we also look at where the placenta is re- in relation to the cervix. So we want to make sure that the placenta is away okay. so there's not a previa and that the, cerv- uh, the cervix is, is closed. Okay. And, the, you know, and then after that? Can okay. let them empty their bladder. Okay, so yeah. that's the best way to uh, see that. That's yeah, full yeah, bladder. exactly, okay. exactly. All right. So, what time frame are we talking about? How early? I know we have good equipment right now, but mm-hmm. when it comes to ultrasounds, how early can someone, you know, determine a baby's gender? Well, to be truly accurate, we like to wait till about sixteen to eighteen weeks. I always say eighteen weeks and beyond is best. Okay. You know, because then you can really get a clear, clear picture. I've seen it much earlier. You hate to set up a mom's expectations, though, right. you know, because then you have right. to say, well, I think I don't like to use that term. I want to be able to say 100 percent positive. This is what you're having. Are we ever 100 percent positive? Though? Oh, absolutely. Really? Oh, sometimes it's so clear. It's like, oh, go home and paint the nursery, <laughs> buy the clothes. So absolutely. Okay. absolutely. I wasn't sure if you would admit 100 percent because I don't think. My, oh, absolutely. Uh, I was going to say, can you tell the patients that, though? Oh, yeah. I yeah. Do. Oh, no, I have. Uh, yeah. And I've been doing this a long, long time. And I don't tell people unless I'm 100 percent positive. And I always tell them, if I'm wrong, call me up. And no, in all the years I've done this, no one's ever called and said, oh, you were wrong. So, right. But I'm also very cautious with it, very cautious with it. But is it more obvious when it's a boy? Absolutely. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, okay. So Stephanie is actually going after today's taping to get hers done. She's not quite at 20 weeks, which 20 weeks is kind of the big time where they look at a lot of things. And, you know, obviously today we're talking about gender prediction, but you obviously want to have a healthy baby in so many different ways. So that's what the 20 week is for. But um, Stephanie, tell us a little bit about um, your experience and, and, and your appointment today. Um, well, I, yeah, I'm, we're doing it a little bit early just because my husband is going to be overseas for our 20 weeks. So we wanted to find out together. Um, yeah, it's, the place we're going to claims to be able to do it at 15 weeks and up. So, you know, I'm hoping that they actually really 
will know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> what is the, what is the danger, Tina, at doing it 15, 16 weeks? Is it, um, we're always concerned that the baby's just not going to be in the right position and is not going to cooperate. And, that, and that's always a risk. I mean, there's times in the, you know, the mom's 22, 24 weeks and the baby's just not positioned well and, we, and it can be very difficult. And I always find that it's, the more the mom wants to know, the harder it is to tell. And sometimes it's like, okay, don't tell me. I don't want to know what it is. And then it's like hanging out for the world to see. Oh, right. And you're kind of covering up the screen. Um, there isn't a risk. I mean, if, sometimes it can be hard to see, and that's about the only risk. I've seen, you know, occasionally they're wrong. Uh-huh. But that's just, I think, one of the risks with, you know, ultrasound and, and gender prediction. And they right. do offer a free follow-up and if they can't but they can't tell. figure it yeah, out. So, yeah. Oh, that's know. good. So, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes me feel a little yeah. bit better about it. Yeah. No, it should be fine. I mean, the equipment today is so good that it's rare that somebody's wrong. And of course, I want to know so bad. So of course, <laughs> it's going to be modest and have it. Like, yeah. Exactly. And, exactly. Yeah. If you said I didn't want to know, it would be it would be hanging out there. <laughs> and you're going for what? What? What do you want? Of course, you you want whatever you get. I know. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Yeah. But um, we would both really like. To have a boy okay. first, um, but you know, my gut tells me it's a girl, and I don't know. You know, I'm really excited to talk about this topic today because I want to know. You know, I don't know why my gut tells me. You it's know a what? Right. A lot of moms do that, and I was just like we were talking earlier. Moms will say, you know, I really want this, but I really feel, and a lot of times, you know, their gut is right. Yeah. It's really, it's Miss amazing. Was wrong. Yeah, I, I know that's what wrong. we were talking yeah. about. But, <laughs> but a lot of times, I give the moms a lot of credit for knowing. Yeah, Misty, mine were wrong both times, too, so don't feel bad. <laughs> well, I hope I'm wrong, too. That, the whole mother's <laughs> intuition did not work for me on this whole thing. Okay, but let's talk about, okay, so um, in determining a boy versus a girl, um, obviously there are certain things you're looking for. for Absolutely. A, a, either or. Absolutely. So, so let's talk about what it is. Some of these are obvious, obviously. Right, right. But um, what, what are you looking for? Just basically if, if there's indoor or outdoor plumbing is what <laughs> I like to say. Okay. That's, that's the only way to tell. Okay. Isn't there something else with um, a little girl? I can't remember. Um, Sometimes they say turtle or hamburger. Hamburger sign. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah, exactly. Can the you hamburger. see ovaries or anything no, like that at that No, you point don't see ovaries. Girl? No, you don't. No. No. Uh-uh. Okay. So there's really no change in either, you know, the way other other parts of the body are developing or anything like that. No. It's really no. all about that. I mean, if you look at babies when they're born, if you have a diaper on them, how can you tell? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's true. So, yeah, in the face. Yeah. In yeah, the face, yeah, we all look the same. I know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, nope, that's the only way to tell. Okay. I have heard that, uh, and I don't know how true this is, but the where the placenta is attached or is where the umbilical cord attaches to the placenta on either side that could determine something? I don't know. I've just heard that. Yeah, not as as far as the gender of the baby. What can happen is that women with an what we call an anterior placenta, so the placenta's in the, you know, surface, in the Uh front, um, sometimes it'll make it easier to see because you have that nice, even window to look through with ultrasound. It's all about finding a, um, a sonographic window. And so sometimes it makes it a little easier for us to see, but it has nothing to do with the sex of the baby. Okay. I know we talked a little bit about this as far as predicting something and being 100% accurate, but um, assuming someone's coming in and, uh, you know, around 20 weeks or whatever, um, and the baby seems to be cooperating, mm-hmm. are you know, we can say with 100% certainty, I mean, are, are there things, I guess, that could um, prevent, you know, you saying with 100% certainty? Um, a lot of times, it, you know, it's positional. The baby's legs are together. Um, the baby's face down. That 
that can be a game killer right there. Oh, really? Yeah, because, you know, you get the spine in the way and it can make it hard to see. If the baby's laying on their back, it's usually really easy to see. Okay. And sometimes you just wait around. You know, you scan the rest of the baby, you do your whole exam, and you come back and you can see it. So, because they do move. Um, that's probably one of the biggest things. Sometimes, you know, mom's size, you know. Okay can make a little bit of a difference but usually we don't have too much difficulty seeing so if you think that there's a little girl um you know i i guess you know i, I at least i've heard you know people come back from these appointments and say well they think it's a little girl but it could be hiding or you know something like that it could have been tucked yeah, away behind. Boy. Like maybe that was an umbilical cord and that wasn't what i thought it was so are you more just a tad bit more reserved if you think it's a girl as opposed to a boy I can be sometimes, and you know, sometimes it, it's if it's really early. But I don't like to tell people because I I feel like you say I think, uh-huh. and they hear girl, right? And, and they don't hear that 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 little question, and they start shopping. And I hate to set people up for that. So unless I'm really sure, I don't know. I don't like yeah. to tell them. Yeah. And I know I've disappointed some people over the years, but I'd rather be safe than sorry because right. that's. We, I had a patient one time that came in, and she'd been told at another site that, it, that she was having a girl, and it was like, that's not a girl. <laughs> oh, that is not a girl. <laughs> and she's, But she didn't know who to believe. You know, here's two sonographers that have told her well, two you, different I things. I think you believe whoever told you later in your pregnancy. Well, right? but you could just see the shock on her face because she'd had her baby shower. <gasps> oh. oh, no. And she was like, oh, my gosh. I just had my baby shower. You can't be right. I mean, no, no you have to be wrong. And I'm like, okay, That's I've been doing this a long time. But look, let me bring in another sonographer that I've worked with. She and I have both been doing this for a long, long time. She came in, took a look. She goes, oh, it's a boy. And I didn't tell her why I was asking her to t- look. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's, and just this poor girl just started crying. Oh, I felt so bad. And no, not that she didn't want a boy. She she thought, just thought it was going to be something and she, else. And she had her shower. Wow. So, I mean, you hate. <laughs> well, it's a good excuse to go shopping again. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. There it's you go. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. a lot of work. <laughs> Do you yeah. find more and more people um, are waiting until, you know, labor and delivery birth um, to find out? Or do you stop it's a act- lot of people? It's actually the opposite. I mean, when I started doing ultrasound, we couldn't tell. And then when yeah. we started, people were like, no, I, I can wait. I don't want to know. And now I would say it's incredibly rare for yeah. someone to say, I don't want to know. Don't really? tell me. Yeah. It must be our community. Like the, the people that listen to the show, most people, um, I find that they don't want to know. But it may be more people I that actually, are, yeah. I think it's kind of fun that they don't want to know. I think it's kind of cool too. I yeah. think those are very patient people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I think there's show. a lot of pressure from the families because yeah. um, a lot of times I always ask the mom if she wants to know because I figure if she's the one carrying the baby, she gets to make the well, decision. what do you do if mom wants to know or and dad doesn't or vice versa? If mom wants to know, then we can just, you know, scan together okay. and then I can tell her. But if dad wants to know and mom doesn't, mm-mm, I'm not telling. Really? Because you know what? That's a hard secret to keep. Well, it's hard on either side. Yeah, Well, sure. I know. But if I figure like if you're going to be the one having the baby, you, you get to know choose. if you want to know. Right. It's your, and a lot of times if... The parents don't want to know, but you know, you know, the the mom wants to know. Grandma wants to know. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, it's their secret. It's yeah, their surprise, and I don't is. want to spoil that for them. You know, I've heard people say too. Um, I had a friend who didn't want to find out, and she felt really weird after her ultrasound because she's like, "There's somebody out there that doesn't really know me. You know, that just did this procedure that knows what I'm having, and we don't even know what we're having." Oh, right, right. You know? I actually, uh, a radiologist that I work with. Um, with both of his children, they had, because um, his wife was, you know, her age, you know, was having an amnio, but they had said, we don't want to know. 
sure enough that they go in to see the doctor to get the results and the doctor says okay you're having a boy and they weren't disappointed but they had wanted that surprise so yeah yeah and that's one of the reasons i have i try to be very careful about that sure so and one of the things that goes along with that i'm curious if you have any personal stories of um how people you know choose to find out because yes you could just announce it right then and there Mm -hmm. in the room um but are people getting more creative with you know um because it you know you are someone that they may not know very well and that's a very personal thing to find out right then and there and they may want to do it you know we hear about these gender prediction parties and or gender release parties or whatever um or just wanting to do it with your other family there or do it you know when you can videotape it or something like that because I know you can't have video equipment right, in the right. room. Um, what we've been asked to do on many occasions is to not tell them okay. but put it on a picture and seal it in an envelope and then maybe the couple will go out to dinner Okay, and then they'll open it together. That's cute. Which is actually oh, really nice. sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we'll do a little picture, a couple little pictures and you know, label it so it's very clear and then they have they have that moment together. Yeah. So, and we've done that quite a bit. Oh, I yeah. kind of wish I'd done that. I know. Well, yeah. I was going to ask you, Misty. So what, what happened in your situation? You're having a little girl. How did you find out? I, I just went for my, you know, my ultrasound and was actually it just my you sister or, yeah, okay. my sister was with me. Okay. So, I, you know, he just asked if we wanted to know and I said, yes. And yeah, he did told he, us he, and he said he was nine. He said he was 90% sure. He didn't want to say a hundred percent sure. No. Is that right? Was yeah, that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I hate to do that 90% because I mean, that's, mm-hmm. it puts that question and, in and, mind. and it's not a real percentage really. I mean, we're just like, yeah. well, I think, so let me say, you know, right. pretty, pretty confident. So, yeah. But, um, I've actually had people now with cell phones and stuff like that. Like if their husband's overseas and we've actually had them on the phone. In the room when we tell them. Oh, so it's something special that you right, guys can right. do. Right, right. And we've oh, actually done nice. that. I've actually had a couple times had surrogates. Oh, okay. And the mom is somewhere else. And so we've done it that way as well. So oh, it's like, do you mind nice. if I put my phone on so you can hear the conversation? I was like, sure. Can yeah. I ask why they don't do allow you to typically like shoot video in there? Is it something to do with the equipment? No, it's not to do with the equipment. It's First and foremost, it's a medical procedure. It's a medical exam. And... So we like to have that time. And we have to do a very detailed study. It's not just about it's a boy or a girl. And so having that camera lurking over your shoulder, you can be very easily distracted. And I would hate to miss a a problem because of that. And so, and I get, I get the whole baby thing and people want to know, and it's a big deal. And a lot of times, you know, like they want to have a picture done, you know, and, you know, laying on the table. And I totally let them do that. It's just that whole... You know, if you think about your job, if people came in and held a camera over your shoulder while you did your work every day, it's like, whoa. You know, well, I'm in media, yeah. so I'm used well, to that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Different but for you. I understand. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. it is a medical procedure, and it's that whole, yeah. you know, we, we need to keep it professional. Sure. And the distraction level down. Yeah. So. My well, sonographer had it very, um, like, strict in the beginning. Yes. He was like, okay, we're, g- we're going to look at all of, you know, mm-hmm. make, make sure everything is okay first, and then we'll have some fun later. And that's exactly what the way I do it, too. Yeah. yeah. And if there's like a, you know, if it's just the dad, bring him in the room. But if it's sometimes people bring like nine or ten people with them. Oh. So we'll have them oh. sit outside while we do all our measurements and take, you know, all our anatomy scans, and then we'll bring him in and we'll play. Yeah. So. Well, know, little kids. I've actually had a, one time a mom brought her little one in unplug the machine in the middle of the exam. I was just going to say, I mean, at least when I had my latest one, they said only one other adult 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and then they did the whole thing about no no video equipment. And um, they did eventually, though, let me bring my little toddler in. But yeah. my, my husband had to hold him. And I was thinking, why? But then I'm like, my little kid goes, you know, he could go all You know what? And the little ones, and I, and I totally understand, you know, it's a family thing. But yeah. these little ones, sometimes they come in the room, it's dark. Yeah. And there's somebody that looks like a doctor sitting there. A lot of times they just cry. Aww. And they don't see, they don't understand the picture. It's not color. They're used to seeing color TV and yeah. they, they, they expect to see a baby and it's not, yeah. doesn't look like that. Yeah. So they can get a little scared and a little upset. So that's yeah. why we don't have them in the room okay. usually. Some come in, fall asleep, and then it's fine. <laughs> Gotta love that. Well, so. so Stephanie, what are you, what are you planning? Well, I mean, obviously you're going to your appointment later today and hopefully you'll have some, some good news. But as far as, will you keep that information to yourself? Will you tell people right away? We were planning to do like a gender reveal party, um, but just with the timing, it's it's not going to work out. So um, I I'm kind of second guessing myself now. I'm wondering if I'll just have them write it down and mm-hmm. then and then maybe we'll open it by ourselves later. Um, I like that idea a lot. Yeah, yeah. We are seeing some family later tonight also, so that would be kind of nice to be able to open it with them. But my father-in-law is the only person that doesn't want to know. Everybody oh, else well, really wants be, to know. Well, that's going to be I hard know, to keep a secret Trust me. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and, yeah, he just doesn't want to know. And the only reason he doesn't want to know is because he, you know, my husband's 35 years old and he has older siblings, so... Back then, they didn't know. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I just don't want to know. I was always surprised with my kids, so I want to be surprised with, you know, grandkids too. Yeah. So, but I, I you know, he'll find out. I know he'll find well, out. There's I, no I know, keeping it Because people are going to talk about it, yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. And they're going to forget he's in the room or whatever, and then exactly. before you know it, he's so, going to know. you know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we're, I, I guess we still have a couple hours to decide what we want to do. <laughs> I've done it both ways. Um, I always wanted to know. Um, I think if maybe, because I have two boys now, I think, you know, if I got to a point where I had at least one of each gender, I think I might go into a pregnancy going, it doesn't matter. That's exactly how I feel too. You know? Um, But yeah, we we did something similar to the card thing because um, we live pretty far away from most of our relatives. And it was something I, I, we actually wanted to videotape the reveal and have that for our child someday to be able to see when mommy and daddy found out what they were having uh, and we did that with our first and um, to be really honest with the second I was really going for the opposite gender so I already had a little boy and I thought um, I really want to have a little girl and we went into it and, and, and I thought well we're going to videotape it because that's what we do and then as it got closer and closer I was getting more of the feeling of well what if this isn't a little girl and how am I going to feel and do I want that on camera and so sometimes your emotions are a little too real to really want to preserve. <laughs> and uh, and so we didn't end up doing that. And we had the um, the ultrasound technician basically, you know, just tell us as is. And I, I was so shocked when it happened um, because she didn't tell us what it was. She just started writing the word penis on the screen. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, are you going to tell me that's a boy? Or are you just going to assume I know how to read and that I can read what, what yeah. I'm having? It was a very kind of an awkward situation. But uh, yeah, that's hard to sometimes to say. And a lot of times I'm like, you know, if it's really obvious, I'm like, well, what do you think? And then they're yeah. like, oh my gosh, it's, you know, and they're, you know, and they can see it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And let them kind of figure it out for themselves. Yeah. But if, you know, sometimes you, you can't tell and it's a little more difficult, but a lot of times like dad's standing over my shoulder and they're like, you can hear him like, oh, 
and you know he knows. Right. So, like, yeah. I've seen yeah. one of those before. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Look in the mirror. Especially if the little kid's got his little hand down there. Oh, I've had a dad gosh. one time, and you, the little boy, it was a little boy, and you could clearly see he was holding himself, and the dad's like, like that's my boy. Oh, that's hysterical. Oh, that's, that's really funny. Okay, so when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the old wives' tales when it comes to predicting your baby's gender. And does any of this actually have any medical basis or facts behind it? We'll be right back. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. We are talking with Tina Irwin about gender prediction, and Tina is a sonographer at Sharp Grossmont Hospital and has helped many families figure out their baby's gender. Um, Tina, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, I have kind of a, a growing list here, and obviously there's some wives' tales that are just simply ridiculous when it comes to predicting your baby's gender. Um, but as we go with, through these, if there's any actual science that you know of or anything to support this, let's chat about that, because I feel like these have to come from somewhere. Uh, maybe not. We'll see. Um, so first of all, the rate of a baby's heartbeat. And I remember asking my OB this um, because one one appointment I went into, the baby's heart re- heartbeat was significantly higher. And I'm like, does that mean I'm having a little girl? <laughs> She's like, no, Sunny, that really has nothing to do with it. So um, do you have any information or any knowledge about heartbeats? and how You know what? Actually, kind of a funny story that I have to tell you about my sister. But um, they actually have done research to prove or disprove that theory, and it was a fifty-fifty right a right rate of being right. So it's okay. just basically it's a guess. Yeah, it is a guess. Now, when my sister was pregnant with her first child, um, her doctor kept saying, "Oh, sounds like a boy. Sounds like a boy. Sounds like a boy." She actually came in as my patient, uh-huh. so I got to scan yeah. her while she was pregnant, actually with both of her children, and. She, in her mind, was convinced that it was a boy, and it was not a boy. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's a girl. It looks like a girl. She goes, well, you know, my doctor said. And I'm like, oh, no. It's, I can clearly <laughs> I can see, see it's a girl. Right. And um, she's like, and so I went out and bought her dresses and a little girly clothes. And she's like, well, you know, I d- might have to take them back. Right. She just did not want to believe me. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And um, sure enough, it's a girl. Yeah. And, and, and you know. The second time around with her second child, she actually believed me. But, right, you know, right. but she was so convinced. She's one of those people that her doctor is absolutely right. Right. Her doctor was kidding and teasing. Yeah. And, but right. she took it very seriously. Right. So Have I you, still give her a bad time about that 19 years later. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys heard that, this whole heartbeat thing? Yeah. And what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I have. And, I, you know, I kind of I, – I think the – one of the first times it was like in the 160s and then the next time it was like 158 and I actually have a home Doppler that I play with and I know (laughs) that those numbers aren't always accurate but it's always like somewhere in the 150s um so they yeah I've heard that if it's like around 160 or higher that it's a girl Uh and then lower is a boy but I know that it ranges no it does range about 150 is normally what we see you know 150 160 um anywhere in those ranges 
but it absolutely not nothing to do with yeah. gender. So. <laughs> you know, the one I hear all the time, and my mom drives me crazy with this, she feels like she can look at a pregnant woman and by the way you're carrying the baby, determine if you're having a boy or a girl. She is 100% convinced, and she does have about, you know, I don't know, 75% or higher um, rate of success yeah. in doing this. So uh, you know, she pats herself on the back every time. But um, is there anything behind that? Like, it, you know, you hear, actually, I've heard both. I've heard, you know, if you've got a cute little bump in the beat, you know, in the front and nothing in the back, then it's a girl. I've heard that, no, that means it's a boy. So everything out there is kind of, you know, conflicting yeah. information. Well, I think that, you know, you carry a certain way with your first child. Yeah. And so you know what you had. So if you carry second your, with your second child, child differently, well, your body's different after the first pregnancy. You know, doesn't, right. everything's a little looser. So you're going right. to start showing maybe a little bit sooner. So and carry a little bit differently. So right. I don't. I know a lot of people believe that, but do I think that's a, you know no. Yeah. So when a, a patient comes in and um, you're about to do an ultrasound on them and they're all belly and nothing else, you don't automatically think no, that's a girl. Absolutely no. not. Okay. Nope. All right. So severity of morning sickness or nausea. And I heard this because um, because of the additional estrogen. This is the rumor, at least, that's going around. We're going to determine if this is fact or fiction. But um, b- because there's um, extra estrogen that could make you sick and therefore increase yeah, nausea. I've heard that one, too. But I don't, again, I don't think that that makes a difference. Yeah. I don't yeah. think so, too. But some of these sound so I know real. they do. And sometimes it's just the moms. I know my mother-in-law is, Gave birth six times. In the first three, she had horrible morning sickness. Yeah. She took a little break, had three more kids. Nothing. Nothing. So it's really just and about... And she had girls and the, boys both times. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And we always hear that every pregnancy is different. And I, I think that that's kind of what we have to chalk a lot of this up to. Yeah. Just, what you yeah. had with your first does not mean it's the same It's with somebody's second. experience. And so, you know, and that's what they had. So right. they kind of, you know, start... That's, I think, how that gets started. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, I heard, too, um, you know, if your pregnancies are very different from one another, that may mean you're having the opposite gender. And I will just tell you that I had two completely different pregnancies and the same gender. Exactly. exactly. So I want to nip that in the bud. <laughs> I mean, maybe it, it, by happenstance, maybe that does happen right, sometimes. Right, 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 right. But again, it's the 50-50 thing. It's like, well, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. So some of these sound a little crazy, like growth of leg hair um, Acne during pregnancy, um, anything, you know, having to do with um, how your body's changing. I guess that's all kind of the same thing in the way you carry your baby. It's, it's yeah. Just... And another one that I've heard is that women that have a lot of heartburn think they're uh-huh. going to have, that's a girl. I've okay. heard that one before. Um, there's the string yeah. test. Yeah, uh, there's something. That. Yeah. Did yeah. You know the there's, there's a string test. Yeah. Um, some people say, you know, um, putting like I think it's a comet or Ajax in their urine you know and if that it turns green dangerous. or blue you know I like I don't want to do chemistry no no and I don't I don't, I don't recommend it but I've had patients that you know these stories that I hear yeah. so we you know what is the you know we were talking about the, the ring test so I think for, for our listeners out there they're like what are they talking mm-hmm. about what, what do you guys know this to be you did it yeah, I did. okay what did you do okay so I just put you know my wedding band on a on a chain uh-huh. and then you just hold it I tried it both of the different ways that they said to do it they said you can do it over your left hand or you can do it over your belly and so I tried it both ways got the same result both times but so you just hold it really still and then it starts moving so I don't know what makes it start moving it feels a little Ouija board like <laughs> but um, but yeah I guess if it swings back and forth it's a boy and if it goes in a circle it's a girl 
So it swung back and forth both times. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. But yeah, my husband came home as I was doing it. He's like, what, what are, you, are doing? you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys find that your husbands are more interested or less interested in gender prediction and finding out what you guys are having? My husband didn't really want to know. Oh, he didn't? No. No. I just, I told him I can't, I can't I keep can't a secret. Yeah. I, have, I have to know. Mm-hmm. Right. My husband wants to know, definitely wants to know, but you know, I've, all along, I've been telling him, well, I don't know, I feel like it's a girl, but we really want a boy. And he's like, well, I've always wanted a boy first, so I'm going to hope it's a boy. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, but neither of us are going to be disappointed. It's just, yeah, yeah. he really, he wants to know. Yeah. <laughs> now, would you guys ever do any of those um, home gender tests? I guess there are some available. Actually, I've seen them um, in the pharmacy. And um, I always look at them, and I, I almost, my personal view is like, if you want to do it for fun, you know, just to kind of see... Um, I don't see any harm in it, but would you guys ever do that just for fun? Like even in the beginning, very beginning of your pregnancy. Again, it's 50-50. So right. I mean, if you, if you want to do it, just like any of these things, right. really. Right. But yeah, yeah, it would only be for fun. But those are expensive, you yeah. know. The, the, well, if they're expensive, then I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> then you can just wait, right? Well, I was always concerned that if I did that, I, you know, I would say it was just for fun, but it would be like yeah. in yeah. my head. Exactly. Exactly. Like, so. oh, I really think it's this. And then I could be disappointed, you know, yeah. when the actual thing is done. So, all right. Well, that's good information. Thank you, ladies. Have you guys heard any other crazy things? Like, I know we, um, the, we Chinese t- the Chinese calendar. gender. Yeah. What is the Chinese calendar? Yeah. Right? But you yeah, said yeah. you thought that was accurate. Well, I have heard that it's 80% accurate. I don't know where they get the 80%. I would love to know where they get these numbers from. I don't from. know. But I... I actually, I asked my mom and I asked um, a couple of other people that it actually was accurate for. So, and it, it's based on um, your the mother's age at conception and the month of conception. So this almost sounds like astrology to me, though. Yeah, right? like, oh, you're born this time, then you know, right? right you're right. At adventurous, or you're. I'm like, what? Yeah. Really? Come on. You know, some of that <laughs> stuff, though. <laughs> Is there anything really else you guys have tried? Because yeah, that you'll yeah. admit to. Misty. I haven't. Well, I haven't tried anything, but there was a lady that I work with that was looking at my neck. And she said something about the lines on your neck. If it's a dark line, then I think it's a boy. That's what? what she was saying. Wow. And if you don't really <laughs> see a line, then, then it's a girl. And she said that her mother was always right, that her mother did this all the time. She was always right. I mean, she tried it with me, and dark she was okay, wrong. Okay, this is like a version of a palm so, reading. I feel like we've yeah. gone the way of the right. gypsies, right? right. <laughs> so, trying yeah. to figure this stuff out. <laughs> but I'd never heard that one before. No. No, yeah, I've never heard that gosh. either. Well, it's all, you know, it will continue to be a question that, you know, we, we always ask ourselves. We always want to know our baby's gender, um, even if we do wait until the big reveal when our baby is born. So thank you guys for sharing your thoughts and opinions and Tina for joining us today. Thank you. I loved getting the, the medical side of things, you know, from the ultrasound perspective. I think that that was really good. So again, thank you so well, thank much. Thank you so much. Well, we are going to continue our conversation about baby gender online. How did you learn about your baby's gender? Simply post your story to our Facebook page and we'll share some of your experiences on an upcoming episode. Or you can share your stories through Twitter using the hashtag NewMommyMedia. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Before we wrap things up, here are some prenatal fitness tips. Hi, Preggy Pals. I'm Lisa Drexman, fitness expert and chief founding mom of Stroller Strides, a fitness program for moms and their babies. I'm here to answer some of your most common questions when it comes to exercise and pregnancy. And today I'm going to give you some good ideas to improve labor and delivery. Now, there are some mixed reports on the effects of exercise during pregnancy and on the course of outcome of your labor and delivery. Some studies honestly have shown that it has no effect, yet others show that exercise has shorter labors and less painful labors. And to me, that sounds like a pretty good incentive. Overall, I'm going to tell you that the best thing you can do for a better labor is going to be just to exercise consistently throughout your pregnancy. Make sure you're getting cardiovascular training. Make sure you're getting strength training. But also think about what are some of the positions that you're going to be in during pregnancy. I want to see you doing a lot of squats so that your legs don't fatigue during pregnancy. And thinking about hip opening exercises. So a plie squat and actually mimicking some of the positions that you'll be in. I hope during labor that you're actually not going to be on your back and you're going to be in a lot of standing positions. It will definitely, definitely help you um, getting ready. The other thing is that you can work your abdominals during pregnancy. You just can't do a lot of exercises laying on your back. So whether you're doing abdominal bracing or some standing core exercises, the stronger your abs are, the easier it's going to be to move that baby down. And certainly it's important to be kegeling throughout your pregnancy. And honestly, you should be kegeling every single day for the rest of your life, even after baby is born. Those strong pelvic floor muscles will help you get the baby out, but it's also controlling your body so you know how to relax your pelvic floor and it will help you greatly. So overall, I want to see you exercising throughout your pregnancy, focusing on core strength, focusing on some hip openers and um, again, your pelvic floor. And I do hope you have a wonderful fit pregnancy. Do visit strollerstrides.com for more great information on how to stay fit through pregnancy and parenthood. And be sure to listen to Preggy Pals for more great prenatal fitness tips. That wraps up our show for today. If you have any questions regarding today's topic or any pregnancy-related question, you can ask our experts. Simply send us an email or call our Preggy Pals hotline at 619-866-4775, and we'll answer your question on an upcoming episode. If you have a pregnancy topic you would like to suggest, we would love to hear it. Visit our website at preggypals.com and send us an email. Thanks for listening to Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. This has been a new Mommy Media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of new Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, 
Please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.